Hello, uh, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Happy February. Um, I feel like January was a time vortex that lasted a thousand years. I probably said that every episode we recorded in January, but it is how I feel. I can't believe it was, like, such a long month. It it was the longest month that there's ever been. God. But, but a uh, solid start to 2020. Yep. Oh, boy. But we made it, and we're in February now. Um, month of, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog. And Black History um, Month. And Black History Month. That's probably more important than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> At least somewhat. Um, I mean, Sonic could be black. Yeah, you're right. Make Sonic I, Black 2020. Sonic had, um, I think a, a black voice actor for a lot of the cartoons. Oh, so, good. Yeah, confirmed. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog comes out this month. Um, there is another movie that comes out this month that is, uh, relevant to what we're talking about today. Um, I was wondering that- why we were talking about Sonic. <laughs> I've just had it on the brain. I just can't stop thinking about how Sonic the Hedgehog comes out this month. But it's not what we're talking about. There's a different movie that comes out before Sonic the Hedgehog. It comes out in just a few days when we're recording this. Um, and that is DC's Birds of Prey. Uh, A.K.A. a Harley Quinn vehicle. A Harley Quinn movie. Um, I came home to record this and, uh... My dad asked, what are you recording about today? And I said, Birds of Prey. And he said, oh, because the movie's coming out. And I said, yes. And he said, you know, every time I see those trailers for Birds of Prey, it is really just Harley Quinn. (laughs) I was like, boy, it sure is. Yep. It sure is just Harley Quinn. And then like Um, a little bit of other people, which they're kind of, yeah. I really hope that the movie is like, hey. Here's all the Harley Quinn in the trailer, and, like, she's there in the movie, but also everybody else gets to be a person. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, the trailers are just kind of, like, playing up the Harleyness because that's what sells, because that's why they're doing this, because people love Harley Quinn for reasons I have difficulty truly wrapping my head around to this day, but... We are not talking about, uh, Birds of Prey, the movie, or about Harley Quinn. Um, we are here to talk about the, uh, history of Birds of Prey, the comic book team. Um, to, to give a bit of background, um, we will, uh, I will definitely have a lot of opinions on Birds of Prey, the movie, when I see it. And we will, uh, probably do a bonus episode about it, I think, was the plan. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's not, that's not what this episode is about. My hot takes will come later, once I've seen it. Um, so, uh, Birds of Prey. If, uh, you're not familiar with the comic book version, um, are... An all-female, mostly, um, mostly all-female, uh, 
DC Comics team of superheroes. Um, they are all women, which is true in the movie. Harley Quinn's not <laughs> really in them. So that part's different. <laughs> um, so, uh, the, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, the team was, uh, created by, uh, uh, Chuck Dixon wrote, uh, the first, uh, the first issue, um, and, uh, Jordan B. Uh, Gorfinkel came up with the concept. Um, so the initial Birds of Prey was a, uh, a one-shot comic, uh, in 1996, um, that, uh, featured Barbara Gordon as Oracle and, uh, Dinah Lance, uh, the Black Canary, um, who, uh, so this was just initially a, like, a one-shot team-up, uh, between the two of them, and sort of the concept going into it, uh, was that, uh, Barbara Gordon was kind of this, like, very, uh, reserved, calculating, like, intellectual, kind of behind-the-scenes person, uh, and Black Canary was more, uh... Kicking and punching? More kicking and punching, for sure. Um, so they had different, like, roles in the team, and also, like, Dinah was more, uh, kind of idealistic, a little more impulsive, um, you know, so they had this kind of, like, uh, a hot and cold dynamic, which, you know, obviously is, like, appeal- in, like, a superhero team up, you usually want to have some contrast. Um, and, uh, this, um, the one-shot did well enough that they did, um, a few more of them. Um, there were some, like, uh, a couple other, like, one-shot comics, um, a mini-series called, uh, Birds of Prey Manhunt that, uh, featured, uh, Huntress and Catwoman in addition to, uh, Black Canary and Oracle, um, and I think they, uh, they showed up in, like, in, in a few other things. Um, so, uh, it did well enough that, uh, they went on to produce a, uh, a monthly ongoing series, uh, in 1999, um, featuring, uh, the same two people, uh, again, written by, uh, Chuck Dixon. Um, I'm not sure who did the, uh, who did the art at the start of the series, uh, Greg Land is, like, maybe the most, like, well-known Birds of Prey artist, but I'm not sure if he, uh, was there from the beginning. Um, but, uh, they start this, uh, this monthly series. Chuck Dixon is not, uh, the writer most famously associated with the Birds of Prey. Um, that would be 
uh, one Ms. Gail Simone. Um, I love her so much. I would die for her. Um, Gail Simone, um, who had done several other things before this, um, she worked for Marvel. Um, she was pretty, kind of got well known for her, uh, writing on Deadpool. Um, but she came in, uh, to join on Birds of Prey around issue, like, uh, 50-something. So it had been going for a while. Um, and this, she, she is, like, the writer that is most associated with this series. Um, and this is also probably the thing that she is most known for. Um, she's done a ton of other stuff, obviously, but when most people think of Gail Simone, the first thing that comes to mind is Birds of Prey. Um, and the, like, the Gail Simone lineup is sort of what, uh, kind of the iconic edition of, uh, of the Birds of Prey. Um, so, uh, her, the first thing that she does is, um, up to this point, it has still been, uh, Babs and Dinah, um, still kind of, you know, following that same dynamic, but obviously, They've been working together for a long time. Um, they've, you know, come to kind of, like, uh, trust each other and, uh, you know, rely on each other's judgment and respect their differences. Um, and they are best friends and confidants, um, and help each other out with things in their lives. And I love them. Um, so, uh, Gail Simone introduces uh, into this mix, uh, Helena Bertinelli, uh, the Huntress, who is a, uh, mostly, uh, Gotham-based vigilante, um, a, a Bat Family associated, (laughs) uh, character, um, who was Mostly just, Helena, stop killing people. No. Helena, please. Well, I guess we can't stop her. Um, she was a, um, she was the daughter of, uh, one of Gotham's, uh, many prominent mafia families, um, who, uh, witnessed, uh, her parents get killed by, you know, mafia violence. Um, and she's like, well, all right, no more of this. Um, if I, I just kill admirable. all the mafia, yes, there can be no mafia murder. Yes, because there will the, be no mafia. I will do all the murder. I will. I will be the one who murders. the The murder is bad, but I do. I think a lot of other people who were raised in the mafia would have, you know, like a rival family kill their parents and be like, well, now I have to get revenge on that family. Um, but Helena's like, no, the whole mafia, the whole dang mafia is bad. Um, and I personally will destroy them. Um, (laughs) so, uh, she, she goes around Gotham. Uh, she does a lot of violence to, uh, a lot of 
organized crime. Um, and, uh, <laughs> she, um, ends up, uh, helping out, uh, in Gail Simone's, uh, first arc that she writes on the book, uh, Black Canary is, uh, captured by a, uh, super villain, uh, kind of self-made vigilante, uh, named Savant, um, who is, uh, a super genius, um, with, uh, memory issues, um, and he's, uh, assisted by his sidekick, a, uh, a former KGB agent, uh, named Creote, um, and so, uh, Savant is, uh, was, like, basically, Syndrome Incredible, like, uh, was trying to be a vigilante, uh, and then Batman was like, dude, you are doing a very bad job at this, like, you clearly don't care about people and just want to, like, make a name for yourself, and he was like, I'll show you, Batman, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm like, I'm a genius and I'm great with computers, so I'm just gonna start blackmailing people. Oh, good. Um, yeah. So he, uh, he kidnaps Black Canary, uh, with the intention of, uh, using her to, uh, convince Oracle to give him Batman's secret identity. Um. Okay. Yes. Um, and, uh, Oracle, I think, I think Babs gets Helena's help, um, but it might be Helena just involves herself because she, you know, she's like, seems like, seems like the people are in trouble. Um. It seems like you need some help. What if I? seems like you need help. You need some assistance. Helena, I'm fine. Mm, I'm gonna come with you. Hmm. Um. He, uh, so, uh, Helena ends up, uh, helping Dinah out, who, like, for her part, um, is doing pretty well, um, because she, uh, is just, like, hanging out, being, like, tied up by these fools, um, and is talking to this guy's, like, uh, henchman, and she's like, uh, so does, uh, does he know you're in love with him? And Creo's like, what? What? No, what? What? And Dinah's like, dude, it's like really obvious, dude. <laughs> um, which, um, which is like a fun little throwaway thing to be like, oh, see, like, Dinah's like very good at reading people, which is like a skill that like Babs doesn't have so much. So there are like situations where like, you know, Dinah is more emotionally intelligent, and, like, her knowledge is very useful. Um, except for then, these two, like, keep coming back, um, and, like, Oracle manages to, like, convince Savant to, like, uh, fight crime again, um, and, like, they, uh, they help them out on, like, a few different occasions, and then, like, also, like, have turned against them on a few different occasions. Um, but they keep coming back and helping them out. Um, and then, uh, at one point, uh, Oracle gets, like, 
Creo to confess his feelings, and, like, they end up together. Um, Aww. Yeah, and I'm, like, really happy for them. Uh, not just because, like, oh, henchman slash bodyguard in love with his boss is, like, the absolute best shit that exists in the world. Um, <laughs> but it is. Um, Good trope. Yes. But so, um, after this initial uh, experience, um, they uh, they rescue Dinah, um, and uh, Helena ends up joining the team, um, and a lot of this, uh, a lot of the tension uh, now in this, like, especially the early part of this era comes from, uh, Helena and Babs, like, not super trusting each other. Um, cause, like, Helena's also, you know, a very physical person, but she's a lot more, uh, withdrawn and brooding and, uh, prone to kind of extreme violence. Um, and, uh, Babs, for, like, a while, like, Babs doesn't even, like, interact with her face-to-face. Like, she's just, like, giving her, like, missions, like, as Oracle, like, on, like, you know, through communicators or whatever. Um, (laughs) which, like, Babs is not a great start to a friendship. Um, but, uh, Dinah's Dinah's more, uh, more accepting of her. Dinah, like, has to, uh, mediate a lot of this. Um, but they, um, she also, like, uh, Babs can be kind of manipulative, uh, which Helena definitely does not appreciate. Um, Who would? Who, who would, truly? Um, Barbara Gordon... God love her, I do with all my heart, um, is the kind of person who, like, uh, is very willing to, you know, uh, treat the people around her as chess pieces if it accomplishes, uh, what she needs to do, which is usually, you know, good world-saving things that are important. Yeah. Um, but (laughs) you also have to respect people's agency, even when you're, like, a super genius who knows everything that's going on all the time. (laughs) Um. Especially then. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Dinah rolls with it a little better, mostly because, like, she and Babs have known each other longer, uh, and are you know, have more of an understanding, uh, on this sort of thing, and, uh, Babs does, like, view Dinah more as a person with her own thoughts and feelings. Um, Helena ends up, like, uh, temporarily, uh, leaving the team over Babs pulling, uh, this bullshit. Um, Understandable. Yes. Um, but, um, she does come back. Um, and, uh, around the same time that she comes back, uh, Gail Simone, this is, like, probably issue, like, 
1980-ish, um, uh, Gail Simone introduces, uh, well, brings on to the team a, uh, a character named Lady Blackhawk, who, uh, was, like, uh, part of a, uh, Silver Age comic, um, called, uh, called Blackhawk that was about, like, a team of, uh, ace, like, World War II pilots, um, and she was Lady Blackhawk because, obviously, uh, she was the one girl. (laughs) Um, her real name is, uh, Zinda Blake, which is a badass name. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she was, uh, in this, uh, in this war comic in, like, the 50s, um, and then, uh, during, like, a, uh, one of DC's many crossover events, they, like, do some time travel shenanigans, and they're like, oh, she's she's in main DC continuity now, um, so, uh, she ends up joining the Birds of Prey as, uh, a pilot. Um, she is, uh, the one who suggests the name Birds of Prey for the team. Um, of course, because Lady Blackhawk. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's, everyone's like, mm, it seems it seems kind of self-serving. You're um, like, no, no, no. We've got Black Canary. <laughs> let's let's that's fifty percent. Yeah, that's birds. Um. Canary definitely not a bird of prey, but you know. And then um, huntress, uh, hunt. What do you hunt? You hunt prey. <laughs> so you mash them together, and you do have a bird of prey. Yes, all together um, we are birds of prey. Yes. Um, which it, it is. Um, it it doesn't like it doesn't really stick. Like, she brings it up, and they're all like, oh, yeah, and they don't really go around referring to themselves as the birds of prey. No, um, of course not. Why would you? No. Why would you? It's too cool. Um, I do think it's very funny that this comic had uh, been going for, like, 80 issues with this title, um, and nobody in the comic, uh, like, <laughs> called themselves that at any point. <laughs> um. So, um, Lady Blackhawk becomes, uh, kind of a core member of the team. She, like, she, it's, it's the four of them for, uh, a while. Um, and then, uh, around its, uh, 100th issue, um, there's, uh, a bunch of people, um, a bunch of people, uh, show up, um, Dinah, uh, ends up leaving the team, um, because, uh, she had, so she, uh, did this, uh, deal with, uh, the assassin, uh, Lady Shiva, where, uh, Lady Shiva spent some time with the Birds of Prey, and, uh, Dinah, uh, underwent, like, her assassin training, um... A student exchange program. (laughs) Yeah, a student exchange program, um, 
and uh while she's assassin training, she meets this girl uh who's being trained to basically become the next Lady Shiva, uh named Sin. Um and Dinah's like, mm, no, I I don't I don't think this is uh good for this child. I am taking her with me. She's um, my daughter now. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes. Um, I will not be taking any questions at this time. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um so she um she uh she takes in uh back with her to America and takes care of her. Um and the rest of the birds of prey also like pitch in, which is cute. Um but eventually she's like okay, I should probably uh actually focus on taking care of this girl. Um so she uh leaves the team. Um and in the aftermath of this uh, several new people come on board. Uh, one of them, uh, is Big Barda. Um, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, who, uh, as the name indicates, um, she's very tall and very strong and, uh, powerful and she's my wife. <laughs> um... She's no, she's Scott Free's wife. I could never I could never interfere with them. Um a uh a uh female uh judo master, um who's like a uh another uh kind of silver age superhero, um who you know, uh Kill someone was like, mm, what if this was a woman and also uh less racist? Um <laughs> Thank you, Gail Simone. Just like at least at least a little bit less racist. Um uh they introduce a um a uh spy smasher. Again, like another like kind of uh updated female version of, uh, an older character, um, who in this case is a, uh, government agent, um, who had, like, a, uh, a rivalry with, uh, Oracle while they were both in college, um, and now she's trying to, like, usurp control of the team from her, um, which is like, do you ever, do you ever get so mad at, uh, that, like, your college roommate, like, beat you in a race that, uh, you try and take over her superhero team and destroy it? No. Um, no, it's never happened to me either, but, um, it did happen to Katharina Armstrong, so, uh, you know, that sometimes it'd be like that. I guess every um, experience is different. Yeah. Um, she kind of, like, uh, sort of comes in as, like, a, uh, kind of a, a, a hard-edge, like, government agent who's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of things around here from now on, um, which obviously leads to a lot of conflict, uh, with everybody. Um, 
and does end up with Babs ultimately, like, uh, kicking her ass by enlisting the help of, like, every recurring character. (laughs) Um, and, uh, my, um, my personal favorite, um, and another one of the more iconic creations, um, from this time is a, um, a teen called Misfit, um, who is a, um, a teen with, uh, super strength and teleportation powers, um, who loves Batgirl and was going around, uh, dressing up as Batgirl, uh, and beating up criminals, um, and Babs is like, all right, well, clearly that's not me, uh, this is not a licensed Batgirl, we gotta find out who this girl is, and then, uh, she's, she's a dang teen, um, and, uh, after Babs, like, initially tries to, uh, discourage her from, uh, superheroing, um, is like, okay, fine, you can be on the team, um. (laughs) Babs just out here like, look, I wish I had listened when people had tried to discourage me from being a teen superhero, look at this pile of trauma, uh, take that (laughs) in. I do have so much, she does actually, um, uh, apparently she shows her, uh, photos of, uh, Stephanie Brown's dead body to be oh, like, good. this is what happens. And it's like, Babs, it's, I get it, but like, Babs, not like that. I mean, I guess she's, I mean, Scared Straight was still big around this time, yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's that time, for sure. Pe- people are like, this works, right? It doesn't. Um, it's. It it does not, but you know sometimes you're Barbara Gordon and you uh resort to some mm, extreme methods. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, then there's just uh there's a team there's a team on this team. Um, there's uh there's a team team, and they have like in addition to Dinah's daughter, they all basically now have another daughter. Um who they are all taking care of. Uh, I love the communal mothering. I, I love it. You know, just like women supporting women. It takes um, a village, you know? It truly Sometimes does. that village is just made up of uh, female superheroes. As every village should be. Um, huh? When does Blackest Night happen? Um, That's a good question. Uh, yeah, who can say? Um. (laughs) Wikipedia, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, the, um, Gail Simone leaves, uh, not too long after all this happens. Um, she leaves around, uh, issue, like, 110 or so in, like, the mid-2000s. Um, and, uh... Sean McKeever, uh, picks up writing it, um, Tony Bedard writes it for a little bit, um, there have been so many men who have written Birds of Prey, and so few women comparatively, and I know Mm. that it's, like, 
there's a lot of men in comics, but also, oh my god, I just want the team that is explicitly all women to be written by women. Gods, could um, you imagine women written and drawn by women? Can you imagine <sighs> it? Um, it would be so good, but unfortunately, uh, some executives cannot imagine it. They just, they simply can't. Um, in, uh, February 2009, the original Birds of Prey series comes to an end. Uh, presumably because Gail Simone isn't writing it anymore and everybody's sad. Um, they, um, they relaunch it in 2010, um, which doesn't last very long because, like, the next year, um, they, uh, Flashpoint happens and basically every single series is, like, cancelled and, and rebooted. Um, but, uh, the, um, the very brief relaunch is notable, uh, because, uh, Hawk and Dove join the team, um, who are, again, bird-themed. Um, but, uh... Do you think they were like, uh, what other birds do we have? And it's like, that's uh, not really the point of the team. Yeah, no, um, but, uh, Dove is a woman and Hawk is a man, so, uh, that's the the first real official male member of the Birds of Prey. Um, he is a bird, so you, there's that. <laughs> can't tell us we never did yet anything. Fuck, that came out weird. <laughs> you can't say we never did anything for you, men. Look, we let one of you be on the Birds of Prey. Look at that. Um, there's a, um, there's a rebooted version for the New 52, um, that I read, uh, some of, but I wasn't that invested in because the New 52, um, uh, Babs, like, regains the ability to walk and becomes Batgirl again, and she's not on the Birds of Prey, because she's trying to figure out being Batgirl, um, so I didn't care that much about it without Oracle there. Um, yeah. I mean, she is, like, a big part of the core of the team. It is kind of, like, for, uh, a hundred plus issues was, like, kind of almost the central figure of the whole thing. Um... But, uh, the rebooted team does feature, uh, Katana, um, who is cool, um, Black Canary invites, uh, Poison Ivy to join, which is a very controversial decision among the team members. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, she does end up, uh, trying to betray them all, and they're mad about it. Um. They probably turn to Dinah and they're like, See? 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 Freaking told you. Um, <sighs> which I'm a little bummed about because I'm like, it would have been nice if, like, you know, Ivy just had some cool friends. Yeah. Like, let um, her just hang out and, like, chill and maybe beat up some of, uh, the criminals who have also done her wrong. Yeah. Um, just, hey, ladies, also I, um... The Riddler owes me, like, 20 bucks. 
Could we just go stop by? Just really, I mean, you're not even gonna have to do anything. It's the Riddler. Like, if we just, like, walk in, he'll be like, oh, God, take my money. (laughs) Here, take it. Thank you for, uh, your visit. Um, I gotta go. Stay as Uh, long as you need, but I'm leaving. I have, I am moving. I'm moving away. Um, (laughs) they also, um, they, uh, they add, I didn't, um, I didn't read this far, um, and I didn't really know about this, but it's cool. Um, they add a, um, a former, uh, member of the Court of Owls, the, uh, weird kind of, uh, culty Batman villains that, uh, Scott Snyder introduced in his first, like, New 52 Batman arc, um, who have, they have these, like, uh, brainwashed assassins who are named Talons, um, and Dick Grayson was supposed to be one, but he wasn't, um, but they, uh, rehabilitate a, uh, a former Talon, um, named, uh, Mary Turner, and, uh, she starts going by, uh, Strix, which is Latin for Owl, um, Ah. yeah, and it's just a very, that's a very cool aesthetic, um, I'm really, I'm down with it, um, then, obviously, everything gets rebooted, uh, again, um, uh, Babs is still Batgirl, um, there is a, uh, uh, a rebirth version, um, called Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, um, spearheaded by, uh, the Benson sisters, um, which, um, features, like, uh, Babs and Dinah and Helena as, like, the center of the team, um, Babs is is still Batgirl. I read a little bit of this, um, and I liked it. Um, it was, it was tonally very different from, like, the, the 90s, 2000 Birds of Prey. Um, it felt like it, like, it skewed a little bit younger, which was my problem with a lot of, kind of, the, the rebirth Batgirl stuff. Not a problem. Because, like, I would be very glad to get more, like, young people and, like, young women reading comics. Um, yeah. But, uh, was not exactly what I had been expecting. Because I did like, um, about Birds of Prey, um, especially while Gail Simone was writing it. Like, it didn't, it appealed to, like, uh a lot of people who, like, didn't, like, weren't necessarily, like, big comics readers, which is very cool, but it it didn't feel, like, gimmicky, really. Like, it's very easy to read Birds of Prey, um, and have it, like, not cross your mind while you're reading it, like, oh, this team is all women. Um, like, uh, one, because, like, they're all very different people with their own, you know, personalities and, like, abilities and agendas. Um, and most of the conflict doesn't center around 
uh, their femaleness. It's about, you know, regular, uh, superhero stuff. Um, and it, you know, it just so happens that the group of people who are dealing with this, um, are all women. Um, because, uh, <laughs> Babs decided that she wanted to work with women, and she was right. Um, I mean, working with women is, is good. It's a good choice. Um, obviously, I'm very biased. I love Birds of Prey, uh, specifically Babs. I thought you were going to say, I love women. <laughs> I love women. That's I am true. biased. I love women. <laughs> I'm biased towards women. Um, I'm also biased towards Birds of Prey, um, as we've talked about many a time on this show, um, Barbara Gordon and, like, specifically Oracle Barbara Gordon is, like, one of my favorite characters of all time, um, and I think she is at her prime, uh, in Birds of Prey, um, I love her relationship with Dinah, I love her as, you know, kind of, like, uh, a complicated leader, um, who's, you know, cares about people and is trying to get things done and isn't always as ethical as she could be about it. <laughs> um, not in, like, not in, a, like, Amanda Waller, like, just, like, kill anyone you need to to solve the problem way. Um, yeah, no, that's... But, yeah, but just in sort of, like, a fairly, like, detached kind of calculating way, which is I'll cool manipulate the people that I need to to get what needs to be done done. Yeah, um, and, uh, everyone else on the team is great. Um, Misfit is a big fave, uh... I mean, of course. Of course, I just look at me. Um, Dinah's terrific. Helen is terrific. Um, I, um, I'm very, very fond of it. It's, it's, it's very special to me. Um, and this is, like, all of this gushing about, like, the, like, the Gail Simone Birds of Prey specifically doesn't mean I think other versions of it are bad. This is just the version that is most personally important to me. Um, and also the one that I feel like, in general, has had the most impact, um, culturally. Um, that's so good. Love them. Um, did you have anything else to say? What an excellent team. What an excellent team. Um, I love, I love them. I need- I love them! I need to read more of them. I've read some. I haven't read a lot, but I've read a little bit. And I'm just like, ah, yes, good. But good. you know me. Yeah, I'm of course, so bad of at reading comics. Ugh. Which is a perfect segue into the um, traditional, I haven't read shit this week. <laughs> well, you know what? It'd be like that. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you try to work on cosplay, but then your joints hurt too bad, so then you just lie on the couch and watch garbage TV. I mean, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dang, I need to read some comics. 
Especially before Emerald City Comic Con, because there's a couple of, uh, both writers and artists that I'm like, I follow you on the internet, and I want to say that I love your work, except I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I so, probably would. I love your Twitter presence, I mean, but I can't have you sign that, so. That's, that is a mood. <laughs> I love your Twitter presence. I haven't read this yet because I'm garbage, but please sign it anyway. <laughs> I'll be very excited when I do read it and remember that your signature is on it. Yes. Did you read comics? Um, I did read some comics. Um, this was like, uh, weirdly, uh, I did not have any of my usual comics come out this week. Really? Um, I know. Um... But I picked up uh, a few different things. Um, uh, there's a, the second issue of Hawkeye Freefall came out. Um, love, love, uh, love him. Love to see him. Love. Uh, uh, just so should I get this one individual issues, or should I just wait for the trade like I was planning on doing? I mean. You, <sighs> I I love my children. I yes. Um, I will say, uh, <laughs> there's a lot more people who show up in this one. Uh huh. Including uh one Mr. Luke Cage. Oh. Um, so I mean, I don't, I don't think you will die if you wait for the <laughs> trades. But okay. It is, uh, it is a delight. Alright, because I'll, I'll probably end up waiting for the trade, because okay. I, oh boy, my comic storage is, uh, a couple of plastic boxes and a pile on the floor right now, so. <laughs> That's very relatable. Um, there is, uh, a new, uh, Detective Comics Annual. Um, which is just a bunch of sad Alfred content for oh, good. To, yeah, for people to, to be sad about Alfred. Um, I picked up, uh, Green Lantern, uh, Far Sector, or I think it's just Far Sector, but it is a Green Lantern story, um, which there is a lot of stuff happening that I don't really understand, <laughs> uh, but it is a cool space mystery. Um, and all of the character designs are very neat. The art is very, very pretty. Um. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think I mentioned, might have been last week that I mentioned I was looking forward to this, but the, um, Cassandra Kane young adult graphic novel, uh, Shadow of the Batgirl came out. Oh, yeah. Um, hell yeah. I read, uh just the beginning it is um super super fun um the art is uh extremely charming um Cass uh is my sweet baby angel i um i was curious how anybody would translate Cass's whole thing uh into something that could be appreciated as a protagonist for young readers. Um, <laughs> but I think, um, 
I think they do a really good job of, like, translating it without really, like, infantilizing her, um, which is kind of what I was worried about. Um, That's good. Yeah, and also there's, uh, 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 Babs is in it. A fun surprise. Yeah, so, God, I love to see her every day. As evidenced by the whole rest of this episode. Yes, if you can take one thing away from this, please have it be that, goddamn, I love to see Barbara Gordon. <laughs> by God. Um, if you want to see Barbara Gordon, you probably will at some point if you follow us online. Um, we, um, have a Twitter, a Tumblr, a Facebook group, an Instagram, a Pinterest. You can get to all those if you just go to Capes and Japes on your website of choice. Um, we have a Discord server that you can join. Um, pop in, see news, see pictures of babies, uh, see pictures of Spider-Man, see pictures of babies who are Spider-Man. Um, many all more the hits, things. All the classics. All, everything you love, folks. Um, we have a, uh, a Patreon, if you want to support us on there. We're probably gonna be, uh, talking about Birds of Prey the movie, um, as a Patreon bonus episode, so if you want to hear that, you should consider, uh, supporting us on Patreon. Um, if you're not, uh, able to do that, um, another great way, uh, to support the show is to, uh, leave a rating and a review where you listen to it, um, to tell people about it. This is especially good if, like, somebody's like, oh, I really like the Birds of Prey movie, or, like, I'm curious about, like, where this came from. You can be like, ding, 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 you're in luck. Uh, great podcast episode about it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, uh, coming back and being here and joining us. Um, as you have done once again, so we thank you, um, for joining us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And, as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman.